good afternoon. I hope you guys have been having a wonderful day. I know I have, and my God, has it been an interesting week. You know where I spent all of Saturday in a library? Something that I never thought I was going to do ever again since living in New York. I mean, my God, I spent all day in a library studying. Yes, yes, it is that sad. <laughs> Anyway, we're going to go ahead and jump right into this week's episode. And for this week, I would like to talk to you guys about how the SAG and writer strike is actually affecting the nerd media. And I don't mean that as a bad way. I just want to go ahead and jump in and kind of explain what we're going to have to expect from a lot of movies whether it be comic book movies, TV shows, stuff that we have been looking forward to is going to get pushed back because of the strike. Now, I'm not saying that, again, as a bad thing, as if, oh my God, these people need to come together and make a deal. Whenever they decide that they're ready to make a deal, that's when they're going to decide. But in the meantime, for those of us who've lived through the whole strike that happened back in 08, we know what we're going to be expecting. Heck, we kind of got a taste of that during COVID with a lot of movies getting pushed back. And sadly, that's going to happen again, especially with a lot of the movies now announcement getting pushed back. And that's basically what I wanted to talk about. Things to expect, because of course, the history of the strike is already well known. So I'm not going to really go into that. But the effects that it's making, that's what I want to talk about. So, of course, we all know from the history, like I said, not going to really go into it, that the writers and the actors are now striking. Both parties are not allowed to do any work in regards of movies, TV shows, certain commercials, and basically anything that is going to be on camera, and they're not allowed to promote their movie. Another thing also is that they can't do anything off camera in regards to TV shows or movies either. So voice acting is not a thing except when it comes to video games. So like Death Stranding 2, it has Norman Reedus and a few other actors a part of the guild. They're more than welcome to continue working on that. So that's fine. The video game aspect is not going to be affected. But the same can't be said about upcoming TV shows and movies that have been announced. Now, we've already seen some of the waves cause cancellation with some of the TV shows that many people have been looking forward to. I know one that just came out was that, um, oh, uh, oh my God, what was that movie? It was like the baseball one with Tom Hanks that they made into a TV show. That was supposed to get a season two. It was announced that it was going to get a season two, but they decided to cancel it. Besides a few other TV shows that got canned because of the strike, no big wig show like um, Last of Us 2, House of Dragon, or something really popular. None of those shows have been canceled because, of course, that's a moneymaker. But depending on how long the strike goes on, it will be an interesting situation where studios are desperately trying to get the actors back to finish out these seasons before a lot of these studios run out of content to show. And when that happens, I have no idea what these studios are actually going to do. Now, if we kind of put the references of the last strike that happened 15 years ago when it was only the writers, some series basically just got pushed back here. Like 24, 
or what they did was decided to continue the show without the writers like Heroes. And if you ever watched the show Heroes, it was great the first season, great half of the second season, and then it just went downhill because, of course, they didn't know where the writers were going with the show and they decided to bring in new people, write the show, have them act it out, and basically Heroes went downhill faster than a boulder basically being dropped by an airplane. Again, I have no idea what they're going to do. I know what the streaming services are going to do because they have an advantage over this. But when it comes to the regular TV studios who air on cable, no idea. And if this does happen, it might make studios more amendable to a deal that benefits the writers and the actors. Because right now, the studios are playing the long game saying, hey... We're going to wait until these actors and writers basically lose a lot of money. They're basically on the verge of homelessness if they weren't already there now. And then we're going to come up with a deal that's going to benefit them. If they run a content, it might be a reversal. Now, in the meantime, a lot of the TV shows that we're looking forward to have basically been put on hiatus and on halt. And some of the shows that have done this is The Last of Us Season 2, Stranger Things Season 5, Euphoria Season 3, Yellow Jackets Season 3, 1923 Season 2, Abbott Elementary Season 3, American Dad Season 20, Andor Season 2, Big Mouth Final Season, Cobra Kai Final Season, Daredevil Born Again, which really sucks, and many, many more. And for those wondering, oh my god, what about House of Dragons Season 2? It's not affected. Because, again, when I've said that the streaming services had an advantage is because the strikes, when it be actor or writer, is only affecting projects in the U.S. So shows like House of Dragon, Doctor Who, with a mainly British cast, is not affected because they're not a part of SAG. Maybe some of the actors who do parts in America are basically have SAG relations, but because they can come back to Great Britain or whatever country they come from and act there because it's not going to be affected because SAG ends at the border. Now, if let's say a British show has a majority of American actors, that will be affected because they're mainly a part of SAG and not a part of the British version of their union. I don't even think Britain has an actor's union. If they did, again, they wouldn't be affected that much if it's mainly British. But of course, if they are mostly American, it will. Interestingly enough, I've heard that the strikes might segue into an era that sees a lot of foreign shows flourish. So that may be a good thing for a lot of these studios in Korea, Britain, Norway, France, since they would have content to show to the world and American audiences, depending on how long the strike goes, might want to get any form of entertainment, even if they have to read subtitles. Again, this is where Netflix, Disney, and Hulu, and other big streaming services have the advantages because they basically show content from other countries and a lot of their stuff isn't made in the US. So like Netflix. Netflix has a lot of Korean dramas, Korean TV shows. Those stuff will basically be kept on being made, maybe become more popular because American audiences are basically at a segue where they're like, hey, we got nothing to watch. I'm going to have to watch this. The only difference is, is that with the strikes happening, I really don't think that people are going to come in and dub the TV shows or movies that happen from these countries just because that might be a sad thing. 
But again, if something a show comes out from Great Britain that Netflix is like, hey, let me go ahead and buy the streaming rights for that. They're going to do it and air it in the U.S. Now, I will say this. British shows are hilarious. If you have never, ever seen a British comedy, do yourself a favor and watch it. They are so blunt that it's just hilarious. They're able to say so much on TV shows that is aired through cable that you would never, ever be able to say in the U.S. on cable. Like a good show is vicious. I forgot what the other dude's name is, but it has Ian McKellen and it is fantastic. Would recommend because it has also Bolton from Game of Thrones in a comedy. Something I never thought I was going to see. But again, this might basically end up being a segue for a lot of these foreign shows to become popular in the US. And I'm just saying this as a plus, might get US citizens to actually watch a movie with subtitles. It's not that hard to read and watch. Us anime people do it all the time. It's not that hard of a skill. But anyway, back to what I was talking about. That's basically what might happen when it comes to the TV show aspect. When it comes to the movie studios, they basically have also a big advantage since they don't have to air everything. Basically for spring, summer, they can have a movie pop up. Or they can even push movies back, which is what we're really seeing. So a lot of movie studios, knowing that they don't have anything in regard to content that will last for 2024 and 2025, have pushed back their movies so they can have a decent slate of movies for the following year. Sony has done this with a majority of their movies releasing. Craven, which was supposed to release in October, got pushed back almost a year. Now releasing in August of 2024, Ghostbusters, which was supposed to release around Christmas, is now getting released in Easter. Beyond the Spider-Verse got delayed indefinitely, and depending when the strike ends, maybe getting released in 2025. When it comes to Warner Brothers, they pushed back Dune 2 until March of next year. They also might push back the Batman Part 2. And when it comes to Godzilla X King Kong New Empire, they're also probably prepared to push it back since it was supposed to release in spring or late spring of 2024. Again, a lot of the movies they already had slated might get pushed back a bit where the studios are only releasing one or two movies a year compared to what they were doing before. I mean, a lot of the DC stuff haven't even been filmed yet. They just casted Superman and Lois. So the Superman film that's being prepped for 2025 might get prepped for 2026 because of the whole strikes that's happening. Again... This is not saying this as a bad thing, but just as a check in reality. Also, one thing I forgot to mention was the new animated Lord of the Rings film has been pushed back to December of 2024. Now, when it comes to Disney, they have announced some delays when it comes to their movies and TV shows. Like, of course, I've already mentioned Andor. And we're probably going to see a lot of movies that were slated for 2024 pushed back and or halted until they can get these actors together, make a deal. And some of the movies that are basically going to be affected from the Marvel side is Deadpool 3, Venom 3, uh, Spider-Man 4, I already know Blade it got affected and Fantastic Four it got slated for 2025. Kang Dynasty got slated for 2026 and Secret Wars got pushed back to 2027. Remember when we thought we were getting two Avengers films in 2025? I do. I miss that feeling because that was amazing. 
And when it comes to everything else, uh, the Star Wars film, when it comes to the Disney side, is also getting pushed back to 2026. It's not uh, titled yet, so I have no idea which one of the three it's going to be. My guess is that this film is going to be the Dave Filoni film that we're being promised because he's basically combining all the TV shows he's worked on, the live action one, to this big movie where I think they're going to face off against Thrawn. I'm not saying that for certain because I don't know how Ahsoka is going to end. So far, it's a great show. My God, is it a great show. But anyway, besides, of course, Disney and Warner Brothers, there's a lot of other movies that got delayed too. Beetlejuice 2, Gladiator 2, Wicked, Avatar 3. Now, I gotta say, Avatar 3 got pushed back to Christmas around 2025, and that's not counting. This, get this, that's not counting Avatar 4, which is now supposed to come out in 2029. And you know what? Part 5 got pushed back to 2031. So by the time we get to 5, this franchise would be 22 years old, 10, almost 10 years from now, and God knows where the heck of everybody's going to be. I don't know where I'm going to be in 10 years. I don't know where the Earth is going to be in 10 years. Heck, I don't even know if James Cameron's going to be directing this movie in 10 years. Who knows? But again, it kind of puts everything in perspective. Now, another thing, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 2 is also basically being halted in production. So that means the sequel isn't done and might get pushed back to 2025, depending on what the slate is. Because you guys got to remember, once these studios, the writers, the actors get together and with the studios make a deal, it's not going to be an, oh, we're instantly going back to filming where we left off. They're going to have to review the movie. They're going to have to make sure that they like what they have so far. And if they need to do reshoots, they're going to have to do reshoots, which means the movie might get delayed even further. Disney has a bunch of other projects that they have that they've kept on the back burner that's already been filmed that they can basically satisfy everybody. But again, if they end up running out of stuff, they have the foreign market at their fingertips. So they'd be able to push out content to their heart's desire. And who knows, maybe give opportunities to uh, TV shows and movies that would never have seen the light of day that has great potential and basically give them that chance because they have nothing else to show. Now, one thing I will say is interesting is Deadpool 3 actually got pushed up by six months. So either the movie is much closer to being finished than we originally thought, or they actually think the writer strike is not going to last that long. And so far, it's been lasting about a couple months with the actors one, and I want to say four months with the writers. So again, I got no idea where this is all going to lead. And TV shows, movies are being affected. I actually think The Boys is also got affected. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how finished they are with The Boys. I know their spinoff, uh, Gen V, is basically slated for September. And that already got all the episodes finished. But when it comes to the other stuff, I got no idea. I know Invincible is still coming out. Thank God, because if that thing got delayed again, I have no idea what I'm going to do. Because we already waited two, three years for season two and from my understanding they're basically done with season three so thank you thank you we just got to get this writer strike actors guild stuff finished so these guys can come back voice the characters and we basically have things done now again this is only affecting the tv side and the movie side when it comes to video games we're still good so of course with mortal kombat coming out 
we have the guest characters like Peacemaker, Omni-Man, and Homelander. Uh, the actors for them, they can come in and voice the characters because that's not covered in the SAG. And who knows, maybe we're going to see a lot more actors who aren't basically making money from work go into the video game industry. Maybe we'll see Christian Bale in a video game. I mean, heck, we got Idris Elba and Keanu. Well, Keanu Reeves in uh, Cyberpunk, he was already in agreement with that before the writer strike happened. But he's in there now. Idris Elba is also in the new DLC for Cyberpunk. So we might see stuff like that where actors are coming in. I mean, heck, I wouldn't be surprised if actors went to Epic Games, Call of Duty, and be like, hey, I am ready for you guys to make a skin from me. And I will want this percentage of the money that you guys make from that. I don't know which actor or actress will become a Call of Duty skin or a Fortnite skin. Because when it comes to Fortnite, they basically got everybody. They got Schwarzenegger. They got Rambo. They got a lot of the 80s and even new characters. So I have no idea who they would have left to cast. I'm guessing it's a lot, but it would be interesting. Uh, when it comes to Call of Duty, they'll take anybody. I mean, they had Shredder. Now they have Nicki Minaj. They have Snoop Dogg. So my guess is anybody wants to go to Call of Duty, say, hey, make me a skin. They're going to do it. But then again, they may not. Who knows? All I know is that we're going to be seeing more and more effects from the writer strike and Actors Guild. And I just hope everybody is as understanding for the delays that will come. Again, who knows? Maybe in a few months, people will be looking forward to British shows, uh, shows from France, Norway, or any of the other countries that have a really good comedy line, action line. Heck, we might even get stuff from South America. Now, those telenovelas, those are really good. Don't knock them until you watch them. I remember watching them with my grandmother. We were watching a telenovela. I have no idea what's happening, but someone was getting slapped. The other person got pushed down a well. They get crazy. They really get crazy, especially the Mexican one. Oh my God, do they get crazy. <laughs> Again, it'd be really cool for American audience to start watching movies with subtitles in their original language. That would be actually really great. I would love to see a TV show win an award because they were that good and people saw past the language barrier, like they did with Parasite. That would be really great. But anyway, that's it for this week's episode. I hope you guys have had a wonderful time listening to me talk about all this. And if you haven't, don't worry. I'm going back to my same old, same old stuff next week. But anyway, hope you guys have a blessed one. Sayonara, see you later, and have a good one. Goodbye.